Hey everyone, this is the National Parks, and you're listening to the Wildflower Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the songs on our latest album, Wildflower. Hey, it's me, Cam. I'm on drums. Hey guys, I'm Megan, and I play violin. Hi, I'm Sid. I sing and play keys. And I'm Brady. I play guitar and sing. So let's do this. Okay, so just to start things off, um, Wildflower um, was written at a time where I, I was like kind of writing a lot of acoustic-y songs, like finger-picked, more like singer-songwriter vibes. And then I, all of a sudden I got this itch to write like this rock song. I had I had been listening to a lot of like of Monsters and Men and Judah and the Lion, and they have these really upbeat songs um, and they're really fun, really energetic. And I'm like, I just want to write something that feels very different than what I've written. Even if we don't end up using it on the album or anything like that, I just wanted to try. So I went into my room, uh, plugged in my electric guitar, and I kind of turned it to like the crunchiest sound I could find. And then I just messed around. And the first thing that came out was the... And I'm like, okay, that's something. Um, and then from there, um, I was kind of singing on top of it. And then Wildflower just kind of stood out to me. And I can be a wildflower. Do, 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 do. The idea of Wildflower became really clear to me as I was writing the song. And how a wildflower is something that kind of grows in unexpected places. It's not like made to be in a store necessarily. It's not like this mold or this like maybe even super popular flower that people buy. It's like this own thing that's super beautiful and lives underneath the wild open skies. Um, So that's kind of like where the song started. I remember when you sent me the demo and I was like, this is going to be my favorite song on the album. (laughs) I was actually really nervous to send you guys the demo. I freaking loved it. I'll be honest, I wasn't as convinced off the demo. <laughs> you really there were? I, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I liked it, but I wasn't like, I wasn't thinking in my head like, top, top oh, song. I was. But mm. definitely, I mean, that definitely changed as we were working on it. And Yeah. yeah. I feel like it grew a ton. Like, we, are, we always knew that it was going to be a big song. But bringing it into the studio, it became more of like Alligator by of Monsters and Men kind of song, how we wanted it. More of like that rock kind of style which we haven't ever done before which was kind of fun for us to do when you sent it i was like oh brady is a big boy now (laughs) i remember you said said, this feels like we've grown up yeah like i was like wow brady's a real adult now (laughs) i really thought that i don't know i could just hear it was it seemed like a very timeless song to me Mm -hmm. i don't know i i could hear the potential in it right off the bat and also your freaking weird timing that you always do that I don't know how you do. It's I wasn't crazy. even thinking of that. Me and Cam, when we're so like mathematical with our instrument, the rhythm section, you know, or the rhythm, yeah, or the backbone, <laughs> yeah. But seriously, I don't know how you do it, but that's like one of the catchiest parts of the song is just how the timing changes, and you don't even mean to do it, and it's amazing. I know. Sometimes I don't mean to do it. Actually, all the time I don't mean to do it. And <laughs> then, and then I'll catch on to it when I'm like demoing it. I'm like, wait, the timing's weird of this. <laughs> like, wait, how do I <laughs> and I'll be like so pumped to send it to you. Like, Did you catch that? <laughs> I always catch it. 
Um, one of my favorite parts um, while writing this song was I kind of, I reached the bridge, that kind of like down section of the song. And then it was like really, really easy and natural for me to want to go back and just do the chorus again. Um, but I felt like I had done that so much or like this, it just felt like it would be boring almost with this song. And so like one of my favorite parts of that song is that outro where it just grows huge and then the drums come in and it gets super big and we have the yell and everything like that. And um, it just feels like very like almost unexpected, I think. And then it also switches back to 4-4 in the whole outro. Yeah. So (laughs) in the chorus, in the chorus, when I can be your wildflowers sung, that's when it switches to 3-4 just for that one bar. And then at the end of the song, it goes back to 4-4 the whole way out while singing I Can Be Your Wildflower. So that that confused me at first. It took a second to wrap my brain around it. Oh, sorry, guys. (laughs) But it makes it so catchy. No, I love it. I don't know how you do it. Gosh darn it. I don't know how you do it. What about, well, thanks. (laughs) What about um, production-wise? Like, what did you guys like about the studio and like how it came to life? Like we started off, we had the demo, but then we started in the studio with drums. So like, what was your? Yeah. So drums, drums on this song were super fun. um, Cause again, it was more of a rocky feel. And so I felt like I could lay into the drums a little bit more. And so we kind of, how Megan said, had been listening to alligator by monsters and men. And we, and we liked the, the driving, um, booming drums that kind of keep the song moving forward. So I remember when I was starting off, I kind of had that in the back of my mind and just started playing with the intro and, and playing with some ideas and um, came up with what is what, what I do play in the verses. The funny part is after I laid the track down and we talked about it after, it was very similar to Enter Sandman by Metallica, (laughs) (laughs) which is very far from our genre. (laughs) But we're thinking of maybe doing a mashup live. But yeah, (laughs) so stay tuned for a mashup of Metallica (laughs) the National Parks. But anyways, it was just kind of funny that we made that connection that the drums are kind of similar. But, you know, even with that song, the drums are very um, like a driving force in the intro of that song as well. And they're also driving force in the beginning of this song, and it keeps the that just the, the constant floor tom and kick boom sound keeps the song moving forward and keeps that energetic feel. And so Isn't I really the snare that it was like a very particular snare sound. Yeah, I remember trying mm-hmm. to get the drums. Yeah, sounds. so ooh, it was so and like good. yeah, <laughs> our, our producer Scott Wiley was like so pumped on how it sounded. He's like, "That's mean. Like that's a mean yeah. snare." Which is so crazy mm-hmm. that people probably, like, I would never think about those little things that make such a huge difference in a song. Yeah. You just listen to it and it just makes the whole song sound different. For sure. Yeah. Like, when at the end when the drums are just, like, massive and it just, like, carries the song. Well, that. and that Sweet. part, too, I was really excited on because I was trying to think of something to play, something that would fit in. And I remember all of you or some of you or, I don't know, whoever in the booth was saying, to to think of something more of like the national, mm. and as soon as someone said that, I was like, you love "Say no more!" I was, I was so excited. <laughs> Say no more! I and got so, this. He's like, "Finally!" Yeah, <laughs> and so I love being able to play something that was, you know, kind of like the national. They always have like driving jump drums that are repetitive, but they're 
they're just they're repetitive, but they're always really cool patterns. And so I was trying really hard to think of something similar to that. And so I loved playing the end of the end of the song too because of that. And you know, mimic and play like um, one of my favorite drummers. So um, so I love that. You nailed it. Thank you. And then just the chorus. I just remembered the tricky part was the the four four to three four three four and back and bouncing back and trying to find a rhythm that would you could play constantly throughout the chorus and make it feel repetitive and driving, but still have to take in that switch into account. And so, so yeah, I was happy with what came out and I felt really good about it. And it's definitely one of the funnest songs to play. So yeah. I do think it's interesting, like to just a normal listener. I don't think people for the most part, like can hear a time change. Like it just like keeps going, but like for, you, especially Cam and Sid, I mean, all of us, but like, that's something that you have to think about is like the time changing while you're playing it, but nobody else yeah. knows. And you have to make it sound like it was meant to be like just flawless. flawless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Now we're going to take a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Sid here. Um, have you guys ever just hated bad music? Cause I do. And so I found a solution to this problem and it's called Super Bloom. Super Bloom Music Festival. It will be down in Zion National Park, real live Zion National Park, on April 25th. There are going to be seven other bands there. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to go. Are you guys going to go? I got my ticket. Yeah, I'm going to see the national parks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, there you have it, folks. If you don't like bad music either, make sure you come to Super Bloom. Find more information at thenationalparksband.com slash superbloom. Again, that's thenationalparks.com slash superbloom. Again, thenationalparks.com And back to our show. <laughs> One thing I liked about this song was the really, really low piano notes. Like, it was probably the lowest that I could go. It is the lowest that I can go on the keyboard. And, and just, I think he, I think Scott like even distorted those. So yeah. it's like really crazy low, like weird stuff happening. Yeah. And it's, it's so just cool. tons of texture. And it was, it's fun to play live too, but I've just always been more of like a middle high piano player. So it was just cool to really emphasize those notes in some of the parts that you can really hear them. And I don't know. The dark side. It's the dark side. It's the dark side. Yeah. Tell them about the yells. Oh, yeah, the yells. So I don't even know what was going on. Scott brought out some, what was that? Some magical box. Some magical (laughs) box of (laughs) mysteries. Gosh, I don't know what it's called. But it was hooked up to this pedal, like a guitar pedal, and then there was a mic in the piano. And it was just, we were just doing a funky bunch of stuff. Well, the whole room was like, about to feedback it It was was like the weirdest like you were in this weird world of like sounds it was so weird but then he's like hey just start yelling and i was like okay so i just yelled like hey and then he recorded it and then he layered it a bunch of times and then those are the haze that are in the end of the song it's like my favorite part of the whole song Yeah, yeah super cool I, I picture like I don't even feel like it's me when I sing like I listen to it and I'm like was that me because it just feels like literal cowboys like off in the distance it's like <laughs> howdy yeah. Hey. yeah I don't know it was so doing cool. that so we've played this song once live I don't know by the time this comes out how many times we'll have played it but 
<clears throat> we played it at a show and like that was like the funnest part just like screaming yeah. and I, I'm looking forward to playing that when we like play it now that it's released and then people will know the song and they'll be doing the yells and stuff too I think yeah. it'll be cool strings what did we do yeah, I'm doing like little shrieky thing. No, the shrieky thing, you know, where you like go up. Yeah, so yeah. there's this like really weird, like wispy layered string thing. Well, that's how I think the whole song is. Like, we didn't really want there to be like a big violin part in this song because we wanted it to be more rock and like the other songs have big violin like hooks in it. Um, so like throughout most of the song, I'm just doing like these weird little like things here and there, just like kind of coming in and out, almost like you don't really even notice that they're there, but they're there. It's like texture. Yeah. yeah. I think that the funnest part for me in this song was, it was like the last thing that we were doing. And I feel like like most of the lights were off too. Just I always like, have, me and Sid always have like yeah. all the lights off when we record. To. Yeah. Very moody. But yeah. Lights was, off. <laughs> lights off. In the mood, getting super moody. But um, so it was just Brady, me, and Ryan, who is one of our engineers. And he was just like, hey, Meg, it's your turn. Get in there. So I got in there and I didn't really think I was going to be doing like any other parts than just like the more textury things that I had already done throughout the song. But he's like, I just want you to go ham, like just go wild (laughs) at the end of the song and just see what happens. And so I was just in there for a while, just like trying to do some really cool like buildy stuff like more fast stuff to keep the song going and it was just it was super fun and it's it was also a kind of it's like we mentioned it's different and it was kind of a, a step out of what we normally do so it was kind of it felt a little more experimental in some ways but it felt right but i still feel like it was still true to no i for sure yeah. i feel yeah. like it was it's like still, it's still a national park yeah. song like yeah. true to our sound but i definitely felt a little bit before we released it thinking just like i wonder how people are going to take it yeah. yeah just because it is it's different and i don't know if people were expecting it or not but um i think that's like why it kind of became the title track like we weren't we had like recorded the whole album before we had come up with a name and Wildflower was just this, like, it felt like this overarching theme of the album. A lot of the themes in Wildflower kind of tie into, like, where we're at in our lives. And I think that kind of fit the album. Yeah, kind of yeah. the whole, like, um, if you could be my open skies, just kind of like we're a wildflower looking, you know, just looking for an open sky, like somewhere that you can can grow and into what you are must, looking to be. It must yeah. be planted for a reason. I love that lyric. I, that's like one of my favorite, I mean, definitely my favorite lyric in the song. That must be planted for a reason. I just, I, I just really love how, what the lyrics are and the meaning of it and how we can all be a wildflower and just grow where we're supposed to grow. Also a fun thing, if you didn't know, I didn't know this, Titans, are they the biggest wildflower that grows? They're the biggest flower. Yeah. Biggest flower. Tell yeah, them that lyric. About and, that. Yeah. You research. Brady does the <laughs> research. Yeah. He gets this idea in his head, and then he'll, like, Google everything and make it so intricate. That lyric, they grow, they grow like titans, or it seems, and I know, I know, I must be planted for a reason. So it's, like, it's easy to get down on yourself, but um, I guess what you have to remember is that you are planted for a reason. And, yeah, titan is the biggest flower 
that exists. I think it grows like six feet tall or something. Well, so, sheesh. Yeah. So this is actually a botany podcast. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> now we're just going to talk about flowers. flowers. We're really into, um, yes. Well, Nature. We have to be, though. Like Foliage. That's why Foliage. we're called the National Parks. Like yeah. It just goes back to our name. And that's a big part of why we are doing it in our music and our message and yeah, and that's why. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Well, I feel like it was really refreshing to write this song and the album because, like, with our last album, it was very much like let's step into this pop world, let's embrace like the city and like the lights and just kind of that energy. Um, but this was like definite step back to the roots with like more nature to our themed. roots, like the yeah. national parks roots. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. to like who we are. Uh, so even though this song is different, I feel like it's kind of the core of who we are. It yeah. just felt so real. It was like, I don't know, all of our dreams are coming true. Just the fact that I just felt like, okay, like we're that a band. moment of time. It's like the song was like so right. The place we were recording it, yeah. so right. Like everything just yeah. felt the timing yeah. it really felt bigger good. than us too while yeah. we were doing yeah. it. Yeah, it just felt like clear. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just knew it was special. Yeah. Right. So this is Wildflower. <laughs>
Thank you all for listening to the Wildflower Podcast. We are the National Parks, and this song, Wildflower, is out now. You can find it anywhere you find music. Thanks again.